Pandemonium reigns. Hey, family and friends, Merry Christmas. Um, feels like since New Year's since we've been with you guys, but we're back. We actually never left. Stay right there in your hearts the whole time. <laughs> right there in your hearts the whole time. Uh, forgive us. Uh, I feel like we should say life comes at you fast. So uh, appreciate you guys. How long has it been? A little over a week since we dropped a pod. I mean, we're doing two week, episodes maybe closer a week. To two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. You know, half the reason we haven't recorded is just you know the coping with the fact that the regular season's over. Yeah, bowls are already started. I mean, we're just coping. You know. Yeah. Um, the best way to do it would have been to do it together as a family, but it's okay. <laughs> we'll start that now. Okay. <laughs> we shall start now. <laughs> well, we're officially going to title this episode um, "Catching Up." Because there's so much that has happened in the college football world since you and I have last chatted over the Zooms and over the World Wide Webs and uh, tickling people's ears. So with that said, since life comes at you fast and we haven't been a ch- have a chance to be with you guys, we just want you to remind – we want to remind you that we do this for free. We do this out of the kindness of our hearts. We do this to tickle your ears so the least you can do, you piece of crap, is press the subscribe button, right? Press like on this video. Uh, yes. So we, w- we would love you for that. And if you don't, and we'll still love you, even though you suck. But um, <laughs> just, just push the button. That's all you got to do. We're not gonna. We're gonna do, just push the button. All right. You know, Simple click. Josh Pate has got this whole thing that he does. Like he persuades you into it. And I started listening to Joel Clay a little bit. Like he's, you know what? Just push the dang button. Push the button. That? How about that? Just don't be a jerk and push the button. Please. So um. <laughs> <laughs> pretty please. Uh, we would. <laughs> we'll be your best friends forever <clears throat> so <laughs> uh, i don't even i don't even really know where to begin bowl season has started uh deon sanders is turning the college football world upside down so i you know what let's just start there tell me what you think about that hire and and the move from jackson to state he's fresh off this this loss you know in the i think it was their hbcu title game yeah uh, not even sure about that um which they had a white dude on the team i had no clue i didn't either that's crazy and he's he's the conveniently enough for the white people of this country he dropped a touchdown pass oh i did see that yes yeah go go white people sure why not i did see a video of uh dion consoling that that poor young man so that was that's cool i think i like i think i really like dion as 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 a coach and how he is relationally with the players and colorado is the perfect perfect place to take a chance on dion Mm. because recruiting probably going to come easy like we talked about just a second ago relationships he, he kind of nails that I, I could honestly listen to the videos that that there are out there of him firing people up and just saying this and that I could listen to that stuff all day and mm-hmm. probably run through some walls around my house but then I'd have to fix them so I don't want to do that but again perfect place because they can certainly afford to take a chance they've kind of been in uh, you know purgatory as a program for a long time two decades at least absolutely he should infuse that program with talent even Uh if even if for Dion, this is a stepping stone and he's out of there within three or four years it's going to be really fun and it's going to bring some attention maybe you can if he does do that if he doesn't stay long term you can find a better guy than you would have got you know just if you hadn't hired Dion um in the next search but again very exciting um i hope that he flips that conference on its head because that conference needs a wake-up call, and he's kind of a a really uh, a big breath of fresh air for it. I think if he can also if he can coach 
the way that they've won at Jackson State, if he can recruit and land some big names, which he's, he's cleaning up with transfers. He's bringing these guys from Jackson State, his, his sons. That'll be, again, really exciting for me. I'm excited to see how that goes, and I'm rooting for it. I'm convinced that nobody moves the needle in this sport more than Deion Sanders. And yeah. I mean, you're talking about his first division one job and, and, and here he is. And Colorado is now a overnight, a national brand. Yep. Uh, dead in the water, right? Under the, under the, under the bridge, gone dead. 1990 was forever ago where they split a title with Georgia tech. Those days are done. Nope. Here comes primetime and they are a national brand just like that. Yeah. Um, that's going to be interesting. Uh, the 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 Pac-12, or what the what is the future of the Pac-12 with the departure of of UCLA and and USC? I wonder if something like that, if if primetime can say some things, maybe to get those guys to stick around, because you're potentially talking about losing Washington and Oregon too. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, he said it. I, money doesn't move me. I move money. And holy yeah. crap, uh, he is he is he spot on. Uh, you and I talked about what he said in his first team meeting and in his first uh, introductory press conference. And Shador Sanders and his other son Shiloh, I think it's Shiloh, are yeah. already committed to committed to Colorado. Uh, as of now, Travis Hunter is in the portal. Uh, sounds like he's got uh, four schools down to Georgia, Miami, Colorado, and I forget the other one. Duh, 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 duh. I sent it to you earlier. Don't yeah, remember. I'll work on finding that. Surprising, Florida State is not one of those with the with the season that they're coming off of, and him being committed to those guys for so long. Yeah, maybe he burned that bridge. Who knows? It's possible. USC is no. the other the other school in play there. USC, there it is, there it is, there's. But anyway, uh, man, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, Going to be interesting to follow the future of that conference, though. Yeah. It, it, if if those two powerhouses, those blue bloods, the Bruins and the Trojans, take off. If, if that continues to stay the way that it is, what is the future for Colorado in a knockoff version of the American conference at that yeah. point? Yeah. So I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Speaking of the American, you had some stuff that you wanted to talk about. I say American because Cincinnati's coming out of the American. Louisville uh, at one point in time was, and those guys just faced off, and they have a common denominator. Tell me about they it. They have a common denominator, a common denominator, and that is – Scott Satterfield, who made the jump from Louisville to Cincinnati. Those two teams played in a bowl game this season, just yeah. this past weekend. Mm -hmm. All of this just blows my mind. Um, Satterfield, I think, has been looking for a way out of there for a while, and it kind of feels obvious to say that. It feels like Cincinnati could have done better um, with the way that, I mean, if, if you go back to Brian Kelly, Jones had a little success there. Um, Fickle certainly had a success there. I mean, he his was yeah. not riding any coattails. Um, you know what I mean? He he was doing mm -hmm. his own thing there. He kind of resurrected it out of the uh, Tuberville era there and and turned it around really nicely. Yeah. And and they land Scott Satterfield, which really makes me wonder about their direction. Doesn't seem like a good hire because there's just been a lot of a lot of remarks about Scott Satterfield and whether Louisville's the problem, whether he's the problem, whether it's administration. Mm -hmm. But again, just mind blowing to me that we have a bowl where the winner of the game lost their head coach and the loser of that game hired that guy. And just <laughs> if that's not a, a, you know, a micro 
microcosm of college football as a whole right now, I don't know what it is. You got guys transferring inside conferences and going to rivals of, of the school that they used to play for. And man, just wild times these in our sport. What a weird love triangle that is. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I guess he accepted that job before the bowl was uh, named, right? Well, I, I mean, believe he did. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I believe he did because Fickle and Wisconsin, that was, uh, you know, we had that, that sh- our last show, I think, talking about the uh, coaching carousel. Yeah. Uh, what a hire we thought that was for Wisconsin. So that's been a minute. Yeah, I would say that that uh that the opponents weren't known. It would be hilarious if they were, <laughs> but I would say that the opponents probably weren't known at the time he accepted that uh Cincinnati job. Yeah, yeah. And other bowl news. <laughs> other bowl news. <laughs> other bowl out news. In the Las Vegas Bowl. Heyo. <laughs> we had the Oregon State Beavers demolishing the Florida Gators. What? world is this that florida has their third maybe fourth string quarterback playing in their bowl game you got anthony richardson saying see you guys later i'm not going to play in this bowl game florida man they that is a very uninspiring cap to a very rough first season if you're asking me mm-hmm. for billy napier down there which is wild, so it's like a lot of issues they're recruiting really well right now they're recruiting well um i the well but in talking about just touching on their quarterback situation for instance talking about jack miller the the ohio state transfer played in this game because of again richardson opting out some very troubling news that we i don't really want to talk about with uh jalen kitna not being available anymore probably heading to uh do some time if if the allegations are true yeah. So you're you're down to your third string, fourth string guy in Miller from Ohio State. Well, wait a second. So let me let me pause you right there because he was the second string guy going in. Second second guy in the spring, but that injury. I mean, he was very okay. much had that. Second I forgot spot about that. Locked locked down. Yep. I forgot about that. So maybe your second string. You're definitely down the totem pole um, for sure. You're at least so, talking about a guy who hasn't played all year. Absolutely, I absolutely mean, hasn't played. Kitten played a little bit when. I can't remember – I don't know what the situation was in Florida State game when Richardson came out because he came right back in. So, I don't know what that situation was. He was not having a good game, but I don't know if he was pulled or if he – I don't know what the situation was. But, I mean, think about their quarterback situation next year. They have to get in the portal for a quarterback to maybe be their starter, to perhaps provide depth because you've got this Miller kid. I'm sure there's other names. I, I looked at them prior to the season. I don't remember them. You've got Jalen or Jaden Rashada coming in, who's a mm-hmm. very talented prospect. But again, year two in Florida when you lost to Tennessee, you lost to Kentucky at home, you mm-hmm. lost to Florida State. Are you going to take your chances? Vanderbilt. 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 You lose to Vanderbilt. Are you are you going to take your chances in year two with a true freshman quarterback? Or I mean, what do you do? I don't like, know. I just can't stop smiling. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it is a beautiful situation. And and listen, like quarterback is not the only issue. Like, oh yeah, Richardson sure. has talent, but the receivers and the pass catchers are half the issue because you've got Pearsall, who's a great slot guy, mm-hmm. but you don't have speed on the outside. You don't have a ton of production from tight ends. You had a great running game for most of the year, even being as kind of one dimensional or as limited passing as you were. So mm-hmm. I'm sure you can continue to run the ball. Perhaps you won't have the threat of of Anthony Richardson back there. So that that'll limit it a little bit what what on the earth do you do i mean you lose 30 to 3 
in in your Las Vegas Bowl to Oregon State, which is not a bad Oregon State team. But no, 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 yeah, three. Thirty. You and I shared the video of, and you'll have to give me the name, or we'll just have to spell the name out. Old Princely and his lack of effort there. Number thirty-three coming off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's lackluster. Yeah. Yet again, I mean, if that's not a perfect microcosm of bowls and Mm -hmm. and how things trend towards the end of seasons in twenty twenty-two, I don't know what was. Well, that dude's been like that all year, just taking taking plays off, and I believe that's what draft prospects have an issue with him because he's got all the talent in the world, but yeah. Wobble, wobble. Well, you talked about them running the ball. Did you see their rushing numbers against Oregon State? Oh, it was so putridly awful. Let's go ahead and take off that Ricky Pearsall jet sweep <laughs> where they went for negative two. They basically rushed for 41 yards. Leading rusher was a yard point eight <laughs> oh, on average. Goodness. Terrible. Um, Florida's got some stuff to figure out, no doubt. And But lucky for them, there are quarterbacks in the portal. I can see yes. a Devin and O'Leary. I can I can see a Grayson McCall ending up in a, yeah. in a place like Florida. Uh, and say what you want to. I don't. I don't. You know, there might be Florida fans out there that that disagree, but you might be better off with Anthony Richardson. It, he seems like he's such that raw, athletic talent, one generational talent that you kind of just can't figure out what to do with him. I guess they went into panic yeah. mode. I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? I mean, I think Jack Miller's good enough. You know, sure. Give him, give him an off season, keep him healthy. But they, they've got some stuff to figure. My out. goodness, the list is long. Absolutely, and they, and we haven't even touched on transfers they've lost because. You're ready to say that? I mean, yeah. that you know, again, something I did over the off season was just look at a couple of Tennessee's opponents and their rivals, their rosters. They were already limited in that secondary, and they've lost. You talk about Kamar Wilcoxon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talk about the young man that transferred to Nebraska, whose name slips me at the moment. I think they lost one to. TCU as well. So, I mean, yeah, Corey Collier just... transferred to Nebraska. Um, Dylan Bluck is in the portal. Lloyd Summerall's in the portal. Tied in Nick El- Elkson. This went to the Gamecocks. <laughs> Kamar Wilcoxon, who, who you did, did oh, you want to, didn't you want to touch on this guy? Didn't you? Didn't Boy, you... do we have some history with Kamar Wilcoxon <laughs> committed to, no, let's, let's actually take it back one further step. Florida commit back in the day uh, in the 2020, I'm going to say, recruiting class. Sounds right. Florida, he's a Florida commit. Decommits from them, proceeds to do nothing but trash that program online and just go back with the position coaches and mm-hmm. do really weird suspect stuff. Commits to Tennessee and Jeremy Pruitt in that what was a really promising-looking uh, recruiting class for about 10 seconds. Eventually mm-hmm. decommits from Tennessee – commits and enrolls at Florida, which was so weird because of the drama that he had there. And now the young man is transferring to Temple. Yeah. So it really makes me wonder what are the issues there because that's a big drop off in program, <laughs> uh, which we I mean don't even really need to highlight. Just really makes me question that young man. And uh is it mental? Maybe is he not as as good as he was as rated? I don't I don't know. But Horn skips and all over again feels like yeah feels like it. I mean just Talk about a big drop-off. Yeah. Did we talk about Naquan Wright? I don't think we did. We have not talked about Naquan Wright. One, he's in the portal. Two, he's committed. (laughs) He's what? Yeah, he's committed to the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech. He's a heck of an engineer. (sighs) Oh, man, is he ever. Wow, I, j- I, I just mean, pulled this up. I just pulled this up. But they've got dudes. So you've also got, uh, aside from him, Lorenzo Lingard is in the portal. David Reese, good linebacker for them, is in the portal. 
Uh, I wanted to point out Avery Helm, corner for them, four-star corner, headed to TCU. There we Portal, go. Portal was not kind to these guys. No, no, not at all. So, I mean, year two, we know how quick the, co- the, the, the coach's seat will get hot. Florida is no exception, especially when you lose to Vanderbilt, Tennessee, Kentucky at home. You yeah. lose to Florida State. You go six and seven in your first season. That's not what they expected. Don't Back let back anyone tell seasons. you that's don't let anyone tell you that's what they expected. All we heard was how good yeah. Anthony Richardson is. Top 10 draft right. pick status. Right. He has that ability in him. We've never seen it though. Right. We've never seen it consistently. So right. you cannot fool around and, and have all these young pieces in year two. Or I mean, seriously, you could be out the door next year if if it goes, you know, worst of the worst. But say it's another average year, six or seven wins, that seat's hot in year three. I I mean, Auburn did it. Absolutely, Auburn did it. And now there's a big difference in, you know, the they felt really good about landing Billy Napier. No one had been able to do it to that point. And then Auburn ultimately settled, it it seemed like, uh, in their move and, you know, couldn't get couldn't get rid of him soon enough but I mean everyone thought Napier was going to be the next coming of Nick Saban and mm-hmm. that Richardson was going to be Cam Newton 2.0 Cam Newton slash Dak Prescott give me a break yeah that's what uh, I think Napier himself said so you cannot fool around in year two and heck I yeah. hope they do but yeah we'll see what happens yeah uh, I, I want to there's another school portal wise that, that I want to talk about and that's Alabama and how many guys they have in the portal and how many of those yeah. guys are already committed yeah. So just recently, Aaron Anderson, receiver, committed to LSU. JoJo Earl is headed to TCU. Christian Leary is headed to UCF. Offensive tackle Tommy Brockermeyer headed to TCU. TCU doing work in the portal, man. They're cleaning up in the portal. They're trying to keep it going. I mean, Sonny Dykes. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, I mean, man. And 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 they're about to kiss Oklahoma and Texas goodbye. He's like, bro, we're gonna be the be the powerhouse of this conference. Of this um, conference. JV and Cohen, an interior offensive lineman, committed to Miami. Amari Knight, offensive tackle. Oh, sorry, he doesn't know yet. Uh, here's the one I wanted to point out. Treshawn Holden going to Oregon. And Tanner Bowles, lineman, going to Kentucky. Kyrie Jackson, corner, going to Oregon. Trey Sanders doesn't have a home yet. Wonder if he's going to go play for his uncle out in Colorado. Yeah. Um, they've got him down as a three-star in the portal, which is kind of fascinating. That is interesting. He was a very highly rated running back coming out. Yes, he was. You know, he's he's one I can really empathize with because that injury stemming from a car wreck, I believe it was, just has really derailed his career or at least all the opportunities that he probably had coming out, but mm-hmm. yeah, hope I hope the best for all those young men, but especially Sanders finding a home and and doing well here towards the end of his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so, yeah, Alabama got hit, and you've got schools on the opposite end that are doing work, like like a TCU who we just mentioned. And then you got schools like Michigan who are silently pulling some dudes. Uh, and I don't know if you saw this, but the tight end out of Michigan, Eric All, uh, entered into the portal, already committed to Iowa along with, yeah. his, along with his boy, McNamara. Man. Uh, but, I mean, uh, Michigan's got two dudes from from Stanford, got a linebacker, a good linebacker from, from Nebraska. I mean – And heck, let's let's also say Nebraska doing work in the portal. I mean, they are. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. If, if you're in the portal, if you have playing experience, they are they're interested. It does not look like Matt Rule is wanting to waste any time here. He's not, you know, taking any any hostages here in the portal. He's if if you can contribute, he is taking you in. Uh, our man Jeff Sims yep, from Georgia most Tech, notably. yep, heading to Nebraska, and and again a slew of players elsewhere, uh, especially defensively, which they will also need. 
but yeah. going to be very excited to see Rule and Sims and what they can bring together. Yes, um, for sure. And Michigan, yes. they are already in the process of of restocking that offensive line. They just wrapped up back to back Joe Moore Award oh, seasons, winning the the best offensive line in back to back seasons, and they're already out here finding guys in the portal that can you know look to keep that going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, we could we could spend hours and hours on 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 the portal. Um, oh yeah, but. <clears throat> So when a team leaves or when a guy leaves a team, he can do it by way of portal. He can graduate or he can declare. Yeah. You have some serious thoughts on Jalen Hyatt. Oh, man, absolutely. Um, I, I guess ultimately what it comes down to for me is if I'm in that position and it is now the norm, because looking back at it, you know, five, six years ago when – you had Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey, guys like that, kind of setting, starting this trend. Mm-hmm. Boy, I couldn't have hated it more at that time. I was a, you know, lot, I've aged a lot since then. Yeah. Um, I can really, I, you know, what I guess is also true is Tennessee hasn't had guys really in this position for the most part. You had Alante Taylor last year who was also dealing with injury. Let's acknowledge sure. that. Sure. But you've got a healthy Jalen Hyatt. You've got a somewhat, he could definitely play Cedric Tillman. That's doing the same thing. Yeah. Man, guys, go get your money. Do your thing. I, you know, if if I'm looking at this game against Clemson and I'm thinking my quarterback's already out, that's a really good defense. I'm looking at first round grades and I have all, you know, for Hyatt, his ticket is his speed primarily. He's, he's, he can play physical. We saw him do it at times this year, but his speed is the ticket, his ability to get past guys, even an ankle sprain, even, you know, let alone a severe knee injury, but even an ankle sprain is going to take precious time away from his process here. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tillman just in a very unfortunate ending to his career, but what he's meant to Tennessee over these last two years. I mean, personally this year, he basically willed the pit win, uh, him and the defense in that game willed that yeah. win this year. And then last year, I mean, he was a, just a human highlight reel, him and Bayless Jones doing it last year. Um, going to miss that connection for sure. You know, hooker mm-hmm. to high hooker to Tillman going to miss sure. that for sure. Gonna miss hooker. But man, if I'm in their shoes, it's going to be hard for me not to do the same thing. That's ultimately what I can't get past. I would love if this trend had never started. I would love it. Sure. But ball games just aren't what they used to be. Leonard Fournette, Christian McCaffrey, some of those first guys to opt out kind of ensured that more mm-hmm. than anything else to me. Yeah. But, man, go get that money. Go re- help reestablish in some way or, you know, it's going to take time, but go help reestablish wide receiver you Guys, not only doing it at Tennessee, go do it in the NFL. Make your money. Make us look good. Be a recruiting tool for Tennessee down the road, <laughs> and and let's go see Ramel Keaton and Squirrel White and Walker Merrill. Any of these guys that are able to do it against Clemson, let's go see them. See what they've got going into next year. See what we need. Maybe maybe it identifies a need at that position or something like that. I mean, let's just go see what we got. Yeah, I'm really torn. I'm not as as one sided as that. I, in my mind, Tennessee football is what puts you in the position that you're in now. It's true. Um, I do understand that you want to preserve health and 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 try to get to the next level and that stuff. I guess I just don't like where the game is heading. With, um, I mean, you got a New York Six Bowl and and dudes are opting out of it. I, that's I, I I hate that, and it's only going to get worse as as the playoffs expand, right? So, I mean, you've got a potentially healthy Jackson Smith and Jigba not playing in the fourteen playoffs. So I know. yes. So, 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 so people need to go ahead and, and try to remind me or, or give me a better explanation of how the NIL is going to help this because Hyatt has an NIL deal, had a heck of one. Just Apparently, got his biggest. 
Yeah, apparently more than one too, and he's off. So and somebody also needs to explain to me how that works. How do you get an NIL deal and you're never going to put on our jersey again? <laughs> how, how how does that work? Yeah, I, I'm not mad at him. I don't hate him for it. I mean, I'm actually really happy for him. Like, at, there's a part of me is like, yeah, dude, go make your money. Like you, yeah, you, you bought out. But I don't know. I mean, no, no. Are, are these programs just stepping stones for for these dudes to get where they want to go? I mean, is that what it is? I don't know. I'm I'm really torn. Um, but I'm happy for him. Obviously, really yeah. happy for him. So and and it's you know if you look back at his first two seasons, it's almost it's almost really unexpected because he just didn't have the ability to stay on the field. He's talked about his own effort, things like that. So you'd love to see a guy make that jump. It's also really encouraging that future guys can make that jump in this program. And it's, it's really nice. I don't know how much of a part it is, but it's great to see production like this in, in our wide receiver coach, Kelsey Pope's first year. So that's all encouraging signs. I just, I'll tell you this. I hate the trend. Absolutely hate the trend, but I mean, now that the trend has begun, I just – I don't think I could not do the same thing if it were me. It would mean a lot this game would. We're fans. These kids grew up in Vegas and South Carolina, respectively, so they're not, you know, historical fans, diehards like we are. So, yeah. there's just all kinds of aspects. I, I don't like the trend. I really don't. But now all we can have you do is go make plays in the NFL, make lots of money, yeah. get a big recruiting tool for us, and yeah. – Hey, now I'll tell you this. I want Devin Hyatt now uh, as more than I have before. I want I want the next Hyatt in, in the program already. So what sparked that on? Because you were not so hot on that last time we talked about it. Hey, just – it's just – it's now going to be nostalgia more than anything else. I mean, oh, okay. Jalen Jalen single-handedly beat Alabama pretty much. So if you can do that, man, come on down. I, I'm a big believer in uh, – what's his name? Coach Hyatt, Coach Jamie Hyatt. Oh, his Papa dad. Hyatt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, like the, I like the way he raises them, them, them high boys. So get on down there, boy. Get, get, get you, get you a high hotel. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm torn. I mean, Clemson's also got you know some some dudes opting out as well. Most most notably, yeah. at least actually the only one I've heard. I, I take that back. Miles Murphy. So that's gonna yeah. be big for us. Happy to know that Darnell Wright, offensive tackle, who's gonna go. I don't know if he's gonna be a first round guy, second, third, maybe. Yeah, uh, but. Happy to hear that he's declaring, but playing. So yes, and I mean, and you know, as as much of it's kind of like the the mirror situation of Jalen Darnell. Even though they do have Murphy opting out, he's going to go against some really good edge guys. So yeah, it's just another opportunity for him, and he's going to ch- take the opportunity to put more on film, maybe yeah. boost that draft status. Whereas Hyatt could probably do the same, yeah. but he'd be re- relying on that connection with Joe Milton that is not as uh, fresh as it was with Hinton Hooker for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you had some other stuff that you wanted to touch on, uh, but I do want to come back to the transfer portal just uh, just for a second uh, before we transition. We talked about transfer portal and dudes going here or there. You know, you got dudes that enter the portal and just never find a spot. And I don't know that you and I ever talked about this, but Lynn J. Dixon's still in the portal. Yeah, I mean, you, you have to think with, with the what, I mean, seriously, less than two-week stint that he had at Tennessee this offseason – that being his third college already, you you would have to think that his his chances are about up. Um, and he's he's a high profile example of this. You got guys that we never hear of because they're not four and five star guys, and mm-hmm. you know they get either coaxed and recruited into the portal, or maybe they're told to look elsewhere. Yeah, and and they never find a home. Their playing career at that point is effectively over. Yeah, um, that is a re- and this is a perfect segue for me because one thing I want to touch on is that for Tennessee. 
all these people, if they're if you're out there, why is Tennessee not more active in the portal? Listen, I mean, I, I don't want personally more Lynn J. Dixons or guys that are, you know, going to be potential problems, or yeah. I want guys that are hungry if, if, if those guys are out there or if there are ever Jameer Gibbs or Learys or what have you. If they're out there and they're a position of need, absolutely, I want you. But I don't just want, you know, Joe Schmo out of any, honestly, anywhere. Yeah. High, big school, low school, I don't care. I, yeah. I just want guys that are hungry that are going to add depth. Certainly, we need probably another tight end. Running backs in need, but it's going to be a hard one to fill because you've got three guys that are very capable there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, quarterback, you could also use some depth there. But again, who are you going to get that wants to compete with Nico, compete with Taven Jackson? Milton's already the favorite for 2023. I mean, who wants that job? And I, and I don't know that person. So, right. If, right. if you can add depth, absolutely do it. But absolutely, there's guys that their careers are going to be over in football because of the transfer portal and, and hopping in there. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, you mentioned Leary. Uh, I don't know if we talked about this either. He looks like he's got a crystal ball to Kentucky. Good grief. Good grief. I mean, I thought I thought uh, Mertz was going to be that guy at Kentucky. I mean, daggum. I'd rather it be Mertz at this point. I would too, yeah. I think I'd he's got a much Mertz. lower ceiling than yeah. uh, Mr. Leary. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, we're gonna, we're have to take five right here because our our free Zoom package is about to drop. So, uh, y'all listen to this commercial break, and we'll be right back. Okay, so for us, that was more than five minutes. For you, it's not even just a few seconds. We're back, and what's going to happen is we met, we powwowed, Walker Tucker talked, and we're just going to come back around the transfer portal talk. That's what we're going to do because because stuff is happening. Stuff even happened while we were away. Hit us with it, Mike. Yeah, I mean, this just in, uh, we're not going to break any news because you are not listening to this at the time we're talking about it, but (laughs) Tennessee lands a commitment from Texas offensive tackle. Gosh, I can't wait to hear Bob Kessling say some of these names. (laughs) Texas offensive tackle, Andrej Karik. I don't even know. I'm guessing. That's just a guess. Where's Miley Kunis when you need her? Exactly. Texas offensive tackle. He's going to have to say Nico Ial Maliava at some point. I can't wait for those moments. Um, you know, unless unless uh, Mr. Carrick from Texas is as clean as Jerome Carvin, he's going to have to call his name at some point. So yeah, things are happening. Moves are being made. Um, not all we're going to talk about. That's just the latest. Very exciting. Here and here's my stance. We're going to talk about this at some point too. You know, I've got a wish list in the portal. Like I talked about earlier, I really don't care what Tennessee does in the portal because the guy's going to be leaving the last school for a reason. Yeah. Maybe it adds depth. Maybe it doesn't work. We'll see. I'm good yeah. either way. Add guys, you know, you're not going to add everyone. It's fine. Right. If the offensive staff likes somebody, that's a done deal for me. Talk about the uh, tight end from California Davis, McClellan mm-hmm. Castles. Do I have that right? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's a heck of a name. That's all conference name team material. <laughs> if the offensive staff likes him, I'm great. Yeah. No, it's not the guy that blew up out of shorter college. Um, his name just left me. It's not that guy. It's yeah. not Jaheim Bell from South Carolina. If the offensive staff likes you, I like you. That's that's the level of trust that they've built in a matter of two seasons. So yeah. transferring or <laughs> transferring, man, talk about a a timely uh, mess up right there, but tra- <laughs> uh, you know, talking about non-Tennessee, what are these quarterbacks going to do? Leary is crystal ball to Kentucky, which is very interesting to me. Uh, yeah. You got Grayson McCall who had heat with Auburn. Want to see him there. Slow- 
yeah, I, I do too. Has it slowed down because there's less buzz? You've got a guy like DJ uh, Uyangalale who was yeah. as as highly of he's ever bit of of who Nico is coming out of high school. Yep, he was. Well, <laughs> you know, the more you hit refresh on the transfer portal update, the more <laughs> he slides down the list. Yeah, he he was up there. I mean, he was as as you know almost as high as Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he was up there. Yeah, up there, and yeah. he has just fallen. He's. I mean, do, is he even still? a package deal for his younger brother at this point, who I don't is think a, so. uh, a, a player with, I think, you know, uh, involved with, Cle- I think Clemson, Ohio state, another big school. I, I can't remember, but they were thought to be a package deal, but I mean, it right. just, it doesn't look that way now. I mean, right. even a, as understandable as DJ's fall at Clemson is that still has to damage family relations a little bit, I would think, because Davo had every right to pull him halfway through the yeah. season and, yeah. and he finally did, but, um, you know, it's just mesmerizing. This is, again, like the opt-outs that we talked about, not my ideal college football uh, landscape, but whatever. You know, if you're buried, if it's not going to work out, go transfer. I would probably do the same, just like I would do sure. if I was Jalen Hutt and I was, you know, worried about my health and, and this kind of meaningless, ultimately meaningless game for the player, not for the fans. Yeah. Um. So, you know, what do these quarterbacks do? What do – the running backs are not as deep as they've been in years past, but, my gosh, are there receivers? Are there oh, linemen on, on – trench players on both sides? Defensive backs out the wazoo. I mean, last year this time when Brian Kelly was hired at LSU, they essentially built a, a secondary out of, out of the transfer portal. I mean, they, they had two from Arkansas. They had uh, seven banks come in. I mean – I think that's his name. I hope I'm not confusing him. I think with it's Savion, there. right? Savion. Can't remember. But they had him come in. I think right. I think he landed there. They they built an entire secondary out of portal guys. Yeah. This year, you know, they're seeing some guys transfer out, like Jack Beck, who was thought to be a, a really good player for them. He's he's in the portal heading out of out of Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Just wild times. Not my ideal landscape, but whatever. You know what I mean? It is it is what it is. It's not going to go back to the old way. Um and Personally, like I said, I'll be watching these quarterbacks. I'll be watching the defensive guys because when when you do talk about Tennessee, it'd be great to have an experienced influx of of secondary talent with these recruits that I'm ecstatic about. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be wonderful if you could add a quarterback that wouldn't mess up the chemistry and the relationships there or running back that could do the same. But that's mm-hmm. just so, so unlikely in today's college football. Yeah, yeah. I want to come back and I want to talk about DJ Uiah for a second. And and just maybe the reasons why he has not found a landing spot yet. Seems like it's yes. down to one of the California schools. And it could be, could be maybe he's waiting on his brother to decide what he wants to do. But maybe. if that is not the case, I have to think that he just doesn't have an offer somewhere, right? Yeah. I mean, because it, he's not the one a, a guy like Travis Hunter is the one holding the leverage. But yeah. a guy like DJ is not holding the leverage. It's um, gone. Yeah, it's it is absolutely gone. So I have to think he is he's 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 waiting on an offer. And sure. is he gonna get that from a USC? If I'm looking if I'm Lincoln Riley, I'm looking at him going, I, I don't think so. I, I just no, I don't I don't think so. If I'm if I'm Kelly at UCLA, I'm going, I man. Maybe the potential's there, but I don't think so. I mean, I mean, let's look at it through this perspective. He's now the 22 best guy in the portal overall. Quarterbacks ahead of him, Shadur Sanders. Colin Shalee from Kent State, who has now found his home at UCLA. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
where was the other one that I saw? Yeah, Hudson Card out of Texas. Gosh. Who has it found a landing spot? Grayson McCall, Devin Leary. I don't know that I think those guys hold leverage. I don't think DJ is is holding leverage. And 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 just because you enter the portal doesn't mean you have to find another home. You can always come out and and stay, but with a guy like Dabo. Oh yeah. No, that won't be an option there. I, I would I would say. And unless yeah. unless it's because of the younger younger lay or something like that. Yeah. I mean, just something really weird, you know what I mean? Yeah. So is there a place that you think he might land? And does it differ than where you want him to land? I mean, no, I, I think I've talked, I've, I've used this kind of analogy in on our podcast before, if I haven't, and this is the first time there's a lot of things I would love to see the alternate reality of if Tennessee didn't have Joe Milton, you know, coming back again, if it didn't have young talent there, I would love to see I, just what can Hopple do with a guy who has struggled as much as Uyangale has, because, yeah. you know, Milton has struggled plenty with consistency and, and taking some heat off the ball putting air under it, those things. But Uyongle has been a lot of decision-making on top of some of those same issues. Uh, tentativeness when he's running up until this year, he did better of that this year. Yeah. I would love to see the alternate reality of that, but I don't, you know, I don't want him at Tennessee as, as a fan. And I don't even think that's a good fit for DJ, no. but I, I, you know, back West somewhere back closer to home. Um, Fresno state was getting the buzz, but I, you know, does their quarterback return because they just, they had a solid season and a, a bowl win. Mm-hmm. Um, over Washington State, yeah, uh, to close their season out. So, I mean, is there even? I mean, what's the competition look like there? You know, sure. Theoretically, if the coaching is in place to mold DJ and to maybe analyze and break down, give him a fresh set of eyes and ears, that that could be a good spot. But you know, if it's not that, I, I don't see it being USC at all. Um, I don't see it being UCLA because they've got guys as well. Yeah, you know, I, I just I wonder, and I'm you know because I have, you know, no feelings, harsh feelings or anything like that towards DJ. I'm a little bit worried for him at this point. Cause like you said, he's probably lost leverage. He's considering where his brother's going and he's probably doing a lot of waiting. Maybe he's doing a little bit of consideration of where he wants to go, but um, probably more waiting game right now for DJ. Yeah. I think a very realistic option. If I'm him, I'm calling Alex Golish down at US- USF. You know what? It's a prolific, prolific, prolific offense. It doesn't seem to be too complicated for a quarterback. Yeah. It, it is quick decisions, which verdict is still on out if he can do that or not. Yep. Um, you might not have a low whole lot of options here, um, and it's South Florida, Tampa. Yeah. So, nope, uh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, let's 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 continue to play this game here. Let's start Travis Hunter. Where do you think he's going to land? Where do you want him to land? Where do you where would Man, you I- like to see him? Anywhere but Georgia among those teams we talked about. You know, I don't want to see him at USC either because I'm so tired of – they've just – they've already exhausted me with the Caleb Williams nail paint, the the Heisman oh, yeah. Trophy this year, the way that it turned out. I'm, I'm just already tired of them. Sure. Ready for them to go into the Big Ten and and really get a uh, – probably a rude awakening if that's how it's going to play out. For me, that's that's what I see. Of course, you know, we say, that, we say a lot of the same things about Ohio State and the schedule that they play, even a, a bit for Michigan in years like this year. Of course, mm-hmm. they demolished Ohio State, so they they have that bragging right, and they have that to their resume. But when it comes down to those teams that are just really – I mean, frankly, they, they kind of resemble Utah with their physicality, with their run games, with the pro styles that they run. They're going to run mm-hmm. into a lot of that. So I'm curious to see how it will be when they travel – you know, thousands and thousands of miles when they play in extreme cold weather that mm-hmm. they don't see a ton of already. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to see, I'm, I'm already tired of USC, tired of USC. Don't want to see him go to Georgia. 
going with I mean going with the with Coach Prime. Do your thing. Let's yeah. see how that goes. Um, Miami, you know, yeah. sure, Man. whatever. I, I don't know why. I, I don't know why they're. It seems like it would be really hard to recruit from Miami right now because they had a solid class. They landed a ton of transfers. Because people don't go to games. People don't go to games. We've talked about this on on end, you know, on podcasts on end. Yeah. Um, I don't know how how they're recruiting really well right now, but they are. Yeah. Don't so I don't really care if he goes there out. Just go to Colorado, do the rebuild out there. Let's see what Coach Prime and 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 Mr. Hunter himself have to offer. Yeah, I think he's going to end up at Colorado. That would be if I'm if I'm betting, I'm going to say that. I think I would like to see him back to his original commitment of Florida State. Sure. I I really liked that, especially with the rise of of Seminoles. I mean, they were playing just as good as anybody uh, in the country towards the end of the season. So I think that's what I would like to see. Um, Fentrell Cypress, highly recruited. Bunch of guys want him out of Virginia. They got him down as a uh, one of the a, a four star corner in the in the portal. Um, I could tell you where you want him to go. I, I know, yeah, I know, where, I know where you want him to go. Yeah, right? you can. Um, I don't think that's an option. <laughs> I don't think so either. I, I don't think we are an option. Um, is is there another place that you could see maybe see him fitting in that would that would that would bode well? You know, you know. I- his when I look at his home state being and and him being from Rock Hill in South Carolina, boy, I hope he goes with the uh, the more orange tinted version of <laughs> of Carolina school. If he goes back home to South Carolina, yeah, that that makes me wonder. Um, I'm sure, and like you've said, everyone's kind of in play for him. So I don't know, you know, what his best offer may look like as far as a place he can play. Of course, as good as he is, that that probably won't be much of a contention for him. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we you know talking about. Tennessee not necessarily being in play here. They do have roots in Rock Hill, some sure. uh, some small pop lineage in in Rock Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be amazing. But I mean, outside of that, I just I have no idea for him if he's going back home, if he's just playing the game. And you know, I've played, I've balled out. I can get offers now. Nil wise, can mm-hmm. kind of be recruited again. I don't know how, how that's going to go, but I'll be another one that I'll just be fascinated to watch. Yeah. I can I can honestly see him ending up at something like uh, an SEC West, like an Alabama or an LSU. Same. Uh, more, more specifically, an, an an Alabama where he can get that NIL money because he's he's earned it up to this point. Yeah. Um, playing for one of the best secondary coaches to ever do it. Yeah. Um, but they have some potentially some big time names coming out of high school coming to Tuscaloosa. So so who yep. knows? Uh, where would I like to see him? Obviously, uh, in in our orange. But if that's not the case, I'm gonna I'm gonna take your your advice there and, and say Clemson as well. Let's go back to quarterback. Devin Leary. He's crystal balled to Kentucky, but that's no fun. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Honestly, I'm gonna make it less fun when I say this. He always kind of struck me as a Florida guy. He's Oof. he's from New Jersey. He kind he's kind of got that Will Greer persona and style of play to him. Yeah. Do I want that? No. Can I see it? Absolutely. I can also yes. see him being a Hugh Freeze guy. Yeah. Um, the the Mark Stoops and Kentucky thing, I don't quite get or understand. Uh, I can also – I'm going to throw another one at you. I can also see him being a Louisville Cardinal now with Jeff Brom. Yeah. Uh, that would be that would be interesting. Hopping, hopping to another school in the same division, though. Eh. Probably not going to happen, but yeah, yeah, probably probably not going to happen, but uh, highly likely he is from New Jersey. Um, 
he also strikes me as a guy who would fit well with a Mel Tucker. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Sounds like he's going to be at Kentucky, though. <clears throat> yeah, that's, you know, kind of bizarre to me. I understand that Kentucky is is bringing back Liam Cohen, who was the who was Will Levis's first offensive coordinator at Kentucky, and sure they had some success there. But let's also keep in mind that you and I, at least, and and those of us that kind of saw things play out as as we did, weren't really high on Levis going into 2022, and that did nothing but hurt his draft status in my mind, my opinion of him, all those yeah. things. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he played his best ball with Liam Cohen, sure, but they've already got merch from Wisconsin. You're already deep into your career, so what if you go there and it doesn't work? You know, and, of course, you take that risk anywhere. Sure. But you know what I don't get? And this popped into my mind when you were saying, like, Florida, that, that makes a ton of sense here. They, Frankly, they should full-court press for McCall, Leary, these top quarterbacks. They should put the full-court press on, in my opinion. Sure. But someone – a school that has cooled down once – a certain other ACC quarterback decided to stay where he was is we haven't heard any, or I haven't heard any portal talk for quarterback with Alabama. I was just, man, dang it. I was holding that. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I mean, Bryce Young's out. He's gone. He, he's gone. He's gone. So you talk about uh, Ty Simpson, you talk about just lost uh train of thought there with uh, mm, Milrow. Goodness. Jalen okay. Milrow. Talk about Milrow. You talk about Ty Simpson. He's in the and portal. I'm sure Milrow's in the portal. No, 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 no. Talk about who's coming back. Who's gotcha. who should gotcha. be coming gotcha. back for gotcha. them? Gotcha. Um, you know, talk about those guys. And I'm sure, as always, there's going to be a talented quarterback in this class, which is frankly a legendary recruiting class that Alabama has compiled at this point. Yeah. But why would they only be interested in you know? And and listen, I understand that Sam Hart, Hartman is special, but why just him? Why would it just be him that you're interested in? Um. You know, if you do have a youngster in this current, uh, this current re- recruiting class, why not bring someone in until he's ready to go? Um, I mean, you would think that the the talent around quarterback, receiver, running backs, all those things would take a step because they did kind of make Bryce do it all at times. Yeah. Um, you would you would think that it would take a uh, kind of step back towards the, the norm of late. Mm-hmm. But who knows? I mean, I just don't understand why Sam Hartman would be the only one that that you might be interested in. Yeah, doesn't doesn't make sense to me. I mean, even even a Grayson McCall in in my mind. Same. Uh, not that the not that Ty Simpson can't or won't or Milrow can or won't, but you talk about guys who are proven. Mm-hmm. Proven. Um, Leary. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I would like to see him Louisville with with Jeff Brom. I think I think that would be a lot of fun. That'd be a great marriage in my mind because Brom can can coach the quarterbacks. He's gonna need uh he's gonna need one. Blake Cunningham, I believe, will be gone because he's been there forever. Forever. Um, and he didn't play in that bowl game. So I'm assuming he was you know, either injured or opted out, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they they're gonna need a quarterback. Um, why not make a splash here in, in this portaling season? Sure. Grayson McCall. I'm just going to say it because I've said it a thousand times. I, I want to see him at Auburn. I, I really, really do. Yeah. Either – you know what? I'll keep it as simple as go to Auburn or follow uh, your head coach, Jamie Chadwell, to Liberty. Do one of those things. I'll be good. <laughs> Don't go anywhere else that's going to cause me any more gray hair or anything like yeah. that. A big believer in uh, Grayson McCall and, frankly, not only Grayson – not for only McCall, but all these quarterbacks, I think Auburn's going to be in play with uh, with Freeze sure. with Freeze being the guy there and and the work that he's done with uh, quarterbacks and you know even 
less talented quarterbacks than Grayson McCall at Liberty and guys that you just hadn't heard of at the way of that McCall has risen and Leary and all those other guys. I mean, they've, they've taken jumps and you would think that there would be another jump in store with a guy like Hugh Freeze and what he's done offensively. You would think, you would think. What about a place like Oklahoma looking for quarterback or are they just going to hang on to Dylan Gabriel and, and, and because he dealt with an injury. He did. I mean, is that a, is that a school? Man, they, you know, they better be looking because they lost a quarterback to Wisconsin, Nick Evers, I believe, or oh, Evers, yeah. I think is the name. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, I mean, they've, they've talked about they've lost depth there. Gabriel is getting – man, he's had to have played three or four years already, I'm, but I do believe he's – He's going to have a COVID seen, year somewhere. Haven't seen anything about him, you know, going pro or anything to that effect. So, depth certainly you're going to need, and competition I would think you need after the year that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they're kind of like Alabama, just on a different playing field and, and where they're at right now. They need to bring in competition and depth for for the guys that are already there, or you know what what they can do with a with a guy like McCall or one of those guys. Yeah, yep, yep. I'm with you. Let's go down to Hudson Card. This one's interesting, and I do wonder. I really, really do wonder if Golish is going to get his hands on one of these guys. Yeah. I mean, he should be attractive. The South Florida's had 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 good football before. I mean, yeah. Obviously, they have it of late because they're in this position with a first, you know, a new, a brand new head coach. But mm-hmm. that's an attractive place to me to play. I mean, you're surrounded by all the yeah. speed in the state of Florida. Um, you're playing in an NFL stadium, do they not? I mean, that's your did home they, stadium. Did, did, did they play in Raymond James Stadium? I was thinking that they did, but I could be wrong on that. Okay, all right. I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, and, and then you look at what what uh you know goalish offenses have have accomplished in with again kind of less than what you'd want talent around for the most part yeah um and guys that had kind of been written off whether it's you know the work that joe milton has done in short or if you look in large the work that Hinton hooker has done i mean why not go be with a guy like that uh and you know if we haven't said it yet rooting big for goalish want to see him do well like the sure. guy a lot um seems like an extremely nice guy uh, he's super young. I mean, he again. I think we made this joke. He looks older because I think of those uh, Russian roots down there. Probably some cold, <laughs> yeah. cold knots as a as a child and things like that. But yeah, yeah, why not go for one of these? Why not go for one of these quarterbacks that are up there that you're not hearing a ton of talk about? Mm-hmm. I mean, Hudson Card is not someone that I've heard nearly as much about like a Leary or a Grayson McCall. So why not, man? Just blow him up full court press. See if you can't throw a deal together and uh, make some noise. I mean, why not? Right. Why yeah. not? But if I were to go away from Alex Golish in South Florida. Okay. Texas A&M has to be looking for a quarterback in the portal. Oh, right? gosh. Okay. So, uh, yes. But he – I mean, he's from Austin. He is. I, I, think, I think he is like I – think, I think he was born with a hook'em tattoo on his <laughs> – about so his privates, his, his thigh. I don't know. I mean, I his don't, neck, I, right? His neck, right yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, something. I mean – where does that come in? I mean, I agree completely. That is, uh, you know, that is as good as biblical knowledge to me right there in my mind. But we do see guys transfer to rivals all the time. Sure. You know, back and forth even, not just one way to the team that's winning and successful. So, I mean, again, Jimbo put on a full court press in the NIL game last year to land this class that has already fallen apart and has just shriveled to pieces. Why would you not do it for a quarterback? And, you know, we saw Hudson Card do some – some good work early in the season when yours was out. I mean, it looks like both of those guys took steps mm-hmm. um, at Texas. So, you know, why not go get one of those or at least, you know, make it a, an attractive push for one of them to, 
try to get things back on track at, uh, you know, in College Station. Sure. Uh, another another school we need to be mentioning is is Washington. Uh, I don't know how much longer Michael Penix is going to be there, but one I more mean, year. Okay. Well, I mean, they did some work with with, with him. Yeah. Um, but but a Hudson Card. I mean, honestly, it will not surprise me if he ends up at at seriously something like Alabama. Yeah. Or, uh, one of these one of these big time programs, and it doesn't quite work out. I, I I can just I can imagine that storyline just coming across right, um, but I think a place I would like to see him. Uh oh gosh, did you answer this question? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I think I did, but I've got a you know not a new answer by any means. But here's a, here's another guy that Florida should be pursuing if they're not, and I'm not trying to help Florida out, but. This is a guy like. that they should. I said. I said. I'd like to see him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Want. That is true. Like or want. Yeah, and, very uh, different. I want Florida to suffer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's time <laughs> for the one Florida Gator fan that we have listening out there. <laughs> um, goodness, a Hudson card. Gosh, um, I think a place that I would like to see him. I know Jordan Travis is going to be coming back. I don't know the kind of eligibility that Hudson's going to have. But I think I would like to see something like that, uh, or even you know something inside the SEC West where they're playing against you know an an, an A and M, maybe something like a, gosh, maybe even an LSU. I don't know what the Ooh. status is on on Jaden Daniels. You know, I think he's gone, uh, but you got I mean, um, Nussmeyer, Garrett Nussmeyer down there, kind of waving in the arms. It looks like uh, as a I potential mean, guy, Kelly can do uh, work with. He can do work yep. with cues, man. I, I don't absolutely. I don't, I don't know. Watch it. Watch watch them all go to Colorado. Yeah, right. <laughs> all this conversation. Um, there was another one I wanted to talk about. Brennan Armstrong, Luke Altmyer. Yeah. Want to mention these names and Malik Hornsby. I kind of want to talk about these guys. Uh, there was another one that I wanted to touch on, and we can call it. Uh, oh, Keaton Slovis. Keaton Slovis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that was a weird early. Like I mean, talk about when the portal opened. Yeah, Pitt landed Jerkovic from Boston College, and Slovis was immediately in the portal. Yeah, you know, and I'm not going to say that I watched much Pitt after the Tennessee Pitt game, but I don't know what went wrong there. Yeah, um, me I mean, he didn't. He and again, we're talking about Tennessee's defense that has issues, not an all-world defense, but ultimately did knock him out of that game. I, I just I don't know what went wrong or what drew. Narduzzi to Philip Jerkovich, you know, uh, I'm talking about immediately. Like, right. had to be some back channeling and some tampering there because it was bang, immediate. Bang. Yep. Um. So I don't, I don't know, hurry. I don't even know where to to think for Keaton Slovis. I'll tell you what, th- this is the type of guy that I could see going like like almost like a Graham Mertz going to Kentucky. Not you yeah. know your gunslingers, your Devin Leary's guys like that. This makes a lot more sense to me because they, I mean. When I think of Devin Leary, I think of a gunslinger. I, you know, when I think of Keaton Slovis, I think of more of a game manager, and that's kind of what Kentucky's done. They've ran the ball, managed the sure. game otherwise. I mean, that's just something that makes sense to me. Where I want to see him land, man, just I can't even think. But just don't go to a rival and don't don't give us any more grief because you gave <laughs> us a, a good first-half scare there. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Other names we that we haven't mentioned that I totally spaced out on, Spencer Sanders. 
Oh my goodness, yeah. In the portal, and it seems like with every passing day, he just falls down the ranks, just inside yep. the quarterback rankings, and and their their offense just disappeared on yeah. the year. But some people have talked about what the relationship between a Spencer Sanders and a Hugh Freeze could look like. Yeah, I mean, that would be uh, that one. See, that one to me feels like it has as much room in the ceiling as any of these guys. I mean, Sanders can ball, or he at least he has. He He's has, balled yeah. out before. Um, and and I even wonder where this puts, you know, I kind of the way that we've wondered about things unraveling a bit at Clemson, they've not been 500 or anything like that, but it's sure. not been the smooth selling that it has. And it's not been the smooth selling that it's been over the last 10 years for Mike Gundy of late. So I wonder, right. I wonder where they're at as a program. But man, again, Spencer Sanders, I think of, you know, kind of, Texas schools, A&M again, not somewhere I want to see him, but it makes sense to me mm. that they would go get a guy with potential like that. Um, and, you know, I'm not even going to name the the blue and orange school that we've talked about previously. I will say Auburn, that would be great, but I'm not going to name <laughs> the other one. Yeah. Um, yeah. A guy that has just been in the portal and forgotten about it seems like. Yeah, it really stinks. I really like this guy. You know, um, yeah. I forget who who was doing it, but they were doing like a special uh, Oklahoma State football behind the scenes stuff. And I got to it was back when Chubba was there. Chubba Hubbard was there. Yeah, um, really enjoyed listening to him talk and and, and share about the team. Um, but there's there's some there's some schools out there that kind of fascinate me with him. Uh, obviously, Auburn being one of them. Um, Ole Miss being another. Oof. Yeah. That, that is intriguing to me. Uh, yeah. I know that they're going to have Jackson Dart coming back, but. But you can, you got to see Lane probably want to get back to what he's done more than run the ball like they did this year. And, and they did it with a freshman. They're going to be able to do it again, you would think. You Judkins would think. is only going to get more. He's only going to be more game planned for and prepared for than he was this year. But sure. you got to think that Lane wouldn't mind, you know, again, some competition, losing Altmire. Mm-hmm. Um, you might lose Dart, depending yeah. on how that goes. But I mean, Lane is not afraid to to take a one year guy. He's not afraid to do it. Not at all. He he's lived in the portal, transferred to the SIP. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, that's a that seems like a very very logical place to me, doesn't it? I mean, Kiffin can do it. Kiffin can do it. He um, can certainly do it. I mean, there's there's some. Um, I mean, with the we have we have not mentioned the return of Bo Nix. I was getting ready to say Oregon. I was like, nope, wait, Bo Nix is back. <laughs> um, so there's there's some Pac-12 opportunities. Um, I mean, Arizona State's got a new head coach, uh, which, if I remember right, Slovis is from Arizona. Uh, so there might that be right. there might be some might be some roots there. It's so hard to kind of predict and 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 match this, but man, it's 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 really going to be fun to watch uh, and follow. But if I think if there's a place that I wanted, I, I want Golish to land one of these guys. I want Auburn to land one of these guys. I want Alabama to lose more. I, want, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I want to pay less taxes. I'm very, very, yeah, I want to pay less taxes. Yeah. <laughs> I want more mean tweets. Um, anyway, I'm kidding. Um, so there's, there's, it's just gonna be fun to watch. What I don't want is just for these guys to disappear and, and really never be heard of again. Yeah. You know, Mississippi State would be uh would be an interesting, but you know, uh rest in peace. Man to the pirate. To the pirate yeah, this is our first episode since we lost Mike Leach and yeah. just 
think so highly of him and I'm, my heart is warm because of all the stories that I had no idea about. Yeah. Just the way he interacted with people. Sorry that we didn't think of this earlier, but like, like, I planned on closing as well. I planned on closing that way. And we can certainly come back to it if you want to. But yeah, Mar is warm when thinking about him and just heartbroken for his family. Yeah. We do have to, I I do have to hop off here so I can go start a a dynasty with Mississippi State and and get uh, Spencer Sanders to transfer over so I can start that. Can you imagine something like that, man? I mean, oh, man. And not to jump ahead too much, but I mean, like a Brennan Armstrong or, um, you know, like a Brennan Armstrong or uh, a Spencer Sanders. One of those guys just that screams one of the Mississippi schools to me. Mm. Um, Armstrong can play. He's he's got some records to his name at Virginia. Yeah, I don't know what the deal was this year, uh, and that's probably a big part of why he's portaling. But um, a lot of potential there. I think um, you know lefty, if I'm not mistaken, Brendan Armstrong. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I would just really wonder. Heck, if if Alabama's really looking to add some depth, I could see them going one of those directions as well. More so sure. like a Brendan Armstrong, but. Yeah, I mean, Golish, if, if he doesn't land one of those top five or so guys that we've looked at, one of these guys starting with maybe Armstrong down to Malik Hornsby, he's mm-hmm. got to get get one of those guys come in and just think about the way that could energize that offense, man. man. If, if he just kind of – I would think that he'll kind of copy and paste what we've seen at Tennessee the best that he can with what he has. Yeah. Think about how fun that could be to watch. Yeah, absolutely. I did want to kind of close with this potential marriage – with a Malik Hornsby and a Gus Malzahn. Ooh. That'd be fun. That, that would be fun. Absolutely. That, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, hey, we're going to call it because we we're we're more than out of time, and we, we guys hit you with a, a no commercial commercial break, and it's <laughs> been a little bit of a cluster, but we made it through. Thanks for surviving with us. I'm going to be on the road traveling, so I'm going to be listening to some podcasts tomorrow. Hope you guys will – choose to listen to pandemonium rains while you travel and i don't know if you guys know this but michael is on a uh what is this thing uh so you've got no, things like no shave november michael is like no haircut 2022 um and he's just letting it look, look oh at gosh we'll just do this in, in a soon one in an upcoming <laughs> podcast yeah the hair ain't been cut since easter and tennessee had a tenant through season so i mean i'm not cutting it like it's, <laughs> it's not going anywhere so like just don't get your hopes up one of these days, I'll we'll show you what I'm talking about. Taking the ox from you real quick. Sure. Early Christmas gift from one of my close group, friend groups. Yeah. Can't wait to show the world this. Check what? it. What? A Pandemonium Reigns t-shirt? Check it. What? Who made that? You'll be seeing me, my friend's group, man. Uh, I was pre- It was presented by my pastor, Ian Shaw. So I cool. really appreciate that. Awesome. Um, I know there was a couple people involved with getting that made and, and handed over to me, but you'll be seeing this on the pod. Yeah. You'll be seeing it around town. You'll be thinking, what in the world is that? And then you'll be clicking like, subscribe, share, rating and reviewing. Yeah. You'll be hitting yeah. us up with your thoughts. Pandemonium yeah. Marines podcast. We need to, I need to close on some of these sponsors so we can get t-shirts out to, out to you guys. I was actually going to call you when I was leaving here. So I could tell you about some Look t-shirt that. ideas that I had because because my wife does custom t-shirts, but that Heck is yeah. awesome. Hold that up for me one more time so I can. Absolutely. I and can, I'm, I'm kind of blocking my view. So just tell me if I need to bring it up or down a little, a little to your left. There we go. Look at that y'all. Hey, if you're listening Look on listening, not on uh, YouTube, then gosh, what are you doing with your life? Pandemonium reigns. Make sure you like and subscribe. Cause that is beautiful. I have to go get Courtney to make me one right now. Woman, what are you doing? 
Make me a shirt and a sandwich. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. I gotta go make her a sandwich. Gotta go do it now. Gotta go. I'm actually gotta leave here so I can go pick her food up. Um, <laughs> hey, we love you guys. Make sure you like and subscribe. Again, if you don't, you just suck. We don't like you. Um, we do this for free. Somebody's calling Mike. Uh, Mike needs to answer that phone right now and tell them to follow, like, subscribe, Pandemonium Rams. Thanks for listening. We'll be back probably next week. Probably down to one per week just for now. We'll definitely hit you guys with a preview on Tennessee Clemson um, before we hop off uh, for the year. But uh, we love you guys. God bless and go balls. Pandemonium reigns.